Hey, believe it or not, spring is right around the corner. What's that mean for us at Jesse Brown's? It means that we're saying goodbye to winter. That means sales. And it means we're saying hello to spring as in shorts, short sleeve shirts, sun protection, and all the sports that come along with spring in the outdoors. Welcome everyone to the Carolina Outdoors. Bill Barty here and over there. Wes Lawson and you, Bill. I'm in shorts today as we record this. It's been that kind of a week already. Of course, the daffodils are blooming, which means it probably will snow or ice before too long, based on my own observations of how that works. <laughs> but right. yeah, yeah, we're about to get into that half of the year where travel is a big, big deal for us. Yeah, it brings these topics in like travel, of course, camps and, mm-hmm. and choosing the proper camp for yourself or for your child or mm-hmm. for your grandchild. Mm-hmm. That comes up. But um Travel for sure, because people, whether they're students, families, grandparents, spring and spring break awakens all of the escape and adventure in us. And whether it be a Carolina adventure or maybe a further out adventure, uh, preparing for what we know about or preparing for what we don't know about comes into play. And there are plenty of times that bad things can happen on a trip And there are things to help avert that preparation and knowing what you're getting into. But then there are insurances as well, Wes. And I wanted to bring that to the forefront, not not for us to 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 beat insurance, because that doesn't sound so much fun to talk about. But the awareness that there are good insurances for trip trips and they're unneeded or bad insurances or useless insurances for trips. Yeah, when I'd say, you know, before we get too far into this, uh, we aren't insurance providers and we're not getting a kickback from anybody for this. It's just our our experience and our planning. Some of it is, you know, so let's think about it this way. The cell phone that you have probably has some sort of insurance on it, uh, and it may cost less or more than a trip that you have in the future. So why would you not have, at the minimum, travel insurance for that trip? And travel insurance is different than travel medical insurance. Travel insurance may help cover the cost of reimbursement if a trip gets canceled for various and sundry reasons, if a flight is delayed and you miss a hotel or a connecting flight, things like that. And then there's the stuff that comes into play when things go wrong, travel medical insurance, because in most cases, your existing health care insurance does not help you once you leave the confines of this country. So if you're on an international trip, which plenty of people listening to mm-hmm. this program will participate, not just Mexico and not just Canada, but they're going, people in Charlotte with this airport that we have are going on some pretty big trips to faraway lands. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the realities of travel is um, 70% of travelers will experience stomach discomfort and traveler's diarrhea. There, we said it. We put it out there. Said that word. Um, 13% will experience some sort of dental issue while traveling abroad. That's just doing things. That's not including, you know, mountain climbing kind of things, adventure sports, skiing. That's just, we went on a trip, my teeth hurt. We went on a trip, I got sick. Um, And so, you know, if you're traveling with your family, if you have, you know, certain medical conditions, if you just want to be prepared, it's worth looking at. Now, I should say that in a lot of cases, uh, some credit cards also offer this. You just need to read the fine print and activate that coverage. 
all of the travel insurance and travel medical insurance has a lot of fine print, but you should read it because there may be some exclusions. Um, and if you are traveling and you are international and you do experience some sort of medical situation and get uh, or receive treatment, oftentimes payment is due at the time of service. Mm. Some insurance companies will reimburse you. Some will jump in and pay at the time of it being due. But you know, if you're if you've broken your leg in Rome or Kenya or anywhere, it's awfully hard to think straight about how am I going to pay for this properly. So you've got to kind of be on the ball. If you can do the work ahead of time you will be better off or your loved one who's who's under the weather or has that injury. So do the work up front so that when it does happen, you're okay because you can't just hope that it won't happen. Hope's a really bad strategy. Well, I've heard a lot of people dependent on the situation don't want to have surgery in in some country that they just don't know. Maybe it's a developing country. Sure. Maybe it just does not have the health care that we have uh, um, here, so they want to come back, and that it br- opens up a whole nother uh, can of worms involving transportation. If you're incapacitated to whatever may have happened, and you need sp- special transport, yeah. And so, it, when that's the case, you know you have to be in touch with your insurance provider, um, which in this case could also be your travel insurance. Could be a group like um, MedJet or global rescue but even with with those groups you've got to read the fine print about what they can offer um, because they may not pay for in-country health care but they will in most cases get you out and get you to either hospital of choice or um, definitive medical care that they deem appropriate for what you have going on uh, because yeah in like 70 some percent of the world it's not going to be the level of health care that we as Americans either find to be acceptable or comfortable or safe. So, you, you know, you may get stabilized somewhere, but you may not want to have that procedure done elsewhere. So you've got to get to a first world kind of situation. Um, if you're in Mexico and have to fly back, that air transport's going to run you at a minimum $5,000. Mm. If you're in Australia getting back, it's going to be like 65000 You don't want to pay for that. So suddenly that $300 insurance policy feels pretty good. Well, and this did happen domestically, too. Um, Just last year, uh, on a hunting trip, uh, a Charlotte Charlotte fireman Mm -hmm. had a fall. um, Had a fall from, uh, not to get all into the specifics, but a, a, a fall from a tree stand, I think. It was a hunting incident where a fall was involved, and he, domestic, I mean, it was a United States, but to get him back here to his doctors, I think it took special transport and and uh, fundraisers and, and local people, you know, threw in to help make that happen. But um, so to separate them, domestic to international, bringing it back closer mm-hmm. to home, is it easier to manage trip insurance, trip medical insurance, or no insurance, credit card insurance? domestically whether even going to disney world or yeah a more a more contained trip maybe not the adventure of a fishing or a hunting trip yeah i I, generally speaking yes it is because push comes to shove 
odds are your insurance, if you have insurance, is going to kick in. There may be some loops here and there because of in-network, out-of-network kind of things. But even with that, spend 10 minutes before the trip just to know, just to put it in your phone, save it just in case something does happen. So instead of going to urgent care when you should have gone to XYZ provider because your insurance covers it, it's worth knowing that to save long-term headaches and financial ruin in some cases. Um, You're putting yourself in your family first versus the bureaucracy of trying to figure this out for what could be months to come. Uh, it, and then hopefully you don't need it. But like I said, hope's not a good strategy and plan for this. The voice right there, Wes Lawson, I'm Bill Barty. What we're really talking about is, I guess, peace of mind. And many times we will buy these insurance, uh, trip insurances for that peace of mind so that we can enjoy this vacation coming up, this uh this adventure coming up and and focus on that. But then when we have to rely on that insurance, it may not be the the correct insurance. So, Wes, the biggest thing I think I've heard you say is, and and I remember this from long ago, big print giveth, small print taketh away, and you said it, read the fine print. Be aware of what you are purchasing. Yeah, and just like, you know, you should also know when you travel – to have your prescriptions in their pill bottles, original packaging, but also know if you can even travel to that country with it. So as an example, if you are one of the millions of Americans who takes um, Adderall or Ritalin, you cannot take that to Japan. They have a zero tolerance policy for amphetamines. Sorry, TJ. So you can't do that. Um, You know, sorry to most young people, (laughs) you know, because... so knowing that kind of thing or even some over-the-counters, um, you know, the the first aid and medic pack that I would take to Central America was extensive. And some of that stuff technically was not legal without even a, a primary doctor note, which was just kind of always a hassle. So you have to know that. And then if you are going international, let us help provide you with a list of um, in-country medical options when we can find them, but also State Department contacts as well, just to have an American to talk to. Well, and that's what you, ever at Jesse Brown's, or the State Department uh, liaison for that type of information. And that's a great point. Of course, the world has gotten smaller and continues to get smaller with global mm-hmm. travel, people going these places. It used to be, and at Jesse Brown's with Wes Lawson and Bill Barty, it used to be outfitting for those types of trips, uh, the cultural aspect would always come up and let me explain if you were going to a country um, some of the places that you may go a a religious place may require coverage yeah you couldn't wear shorts or a short skirt um, into particular places Um, or even uh, long sleeve shirts were required Mm -hmm. for males and females you had to have uh, skin covered before you went in now with tourism coming back after the pandemic and travel becoming easier after the pandemic and the world becoming smaller, I think there have been some, um, it's been relaxed a little bit in many of the places. But, um, but what you're describing kind of falls into that. Medication, which we take for granted, mm-hmm. prescribed medicine, um, is not taken for granted in many of the places that we may be traveling to. So we do need to be aware. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't take that much 
effort to find it, or if you have questions, send them to me, Wes, at jessebrowns.com for that. I can help you with that at no cost. Um, but, yeah, you want to know that because you don't want to get detained because you have your regular prescription or you have an over what we find is to be a normal over-the-counter kind of medicine. Um, it's just That's just not fun. I don't want to be in a Turkish prison. Yeah, or a Russian prison. No, nope, nope, nope. And speaking nope. of the State Department, with Russia, they have asked all uh, U.S. citizens to not be there. Yeah, and so when things like that happen, that also affects your insurance coverage. So bringing that back full circle, uh, there are certain things, certain uh, contract writers and caveat preemptors that you need to know. Um, also, what medicines you take every day may also affect those kind of travel medical insurance pieces as well. So Yeah, don't go there and don't take your THC if you're going there either. New. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back on the other side. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors with Wes Lawson and Bill Barty. Back after this. <laughs> 